Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in today. Today's topic is a good one. It is about becoming a bridal hair educator. How do we develop a curriculum for teaching? Because now it is a much more common thing um, for there to be independent educators rather than just educators in cosmetology school. So as we get into this topic, I wanted to uh, chat with Natalie, who reached out to me, actually, we came up with this topic, because she asked me this question. Um, she sent me a DM, and I said, hey, Natalie, I bet a lot of people would benefit from my answer to you, and us mm -hmm. talking about this, so why not us just do it on the podcast right now? So I'm going to have Natalie just introduce herself, and, uh, and we'll get into this, this topic. So Natalie, hey. Hi, how are you? Good. Um, Natalie, tell us a little bit about you, where you're from, what you do, and what your interest is in becoming um, a bridal hair educator. Awesome. So um, like you heard, my name is Natalie, and uh, I have been a bridal hairstylist for almost solid five years. Um, but I've been in the industry for a little over 10 or almost 10. It's been, it's been a long time, <laughs> but, um, it gets blurry, at this point, right? after the 10 year mark, yeah. like, uh, I'm like, <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> but my, you know, my passion is doing hair and bridal. And, um, the thing that I was like looking forward to doing was trying to educate people, like not even as like a, a student perspective, but as also like our like client's perspective of, how to you know create your best hairstyles whether it's like them doing it themselves or us teaching us the best way that we can but um i am oh yeah where, where i'm from right i forgot <laughs> so I'm, I'm uh born and raised in south lake tahoe um california and um this is a small town that we have so not very mental many very um uh, not many bridal educators i think at all um, yes, you get a few classes here and there while we're in school, maybe, but something concrete really hasn't like stood out, you know, so being able to, to speak with you about like, you know, building a curriculum and what we need or what we could teach would benefit, I think, a lot of people. That's amazing. And that is so good that you are aware of, you know, what's around you and what there's lack of. And that mm -hmm. you can be that person to step in and be like, hey, you know what? I have been in the biz for a while now, and I think there's something I could share with many people. And mm -hmm. yes, there there has to be some sort of guideline, right? Because you can't just go in and just start chatting like, okay, so this is what we're yes. going to see. There has to be some kind of structure. And mm -hmm. I firsthand can talk about this because... I started out just like you, Natalie, not knowing what the heck I was doing. I just knew that, <laughs> exactly. hey, you know what? I think I want to educate because there are things that I, I would love to share with people, like like you said, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I believe this is something that I can do. I like talking in front of people. I, I don't get like embarrassed if I'm in the limelight. Right. Um, so I felt confident enough to go in to become an educator. But I have mm -hmm. to say in the beginning, it was kind of just like, all right, uh, I'm just going to do these hairstyles, right? Like I, I would obviously choose what is in demand, like what people like. So like I was very aware of like on my Instagram, like what, um, what updos got like the most likes or what, uh, 
what my brides were requesting often. Mm -hmm. And I did kind of those kind of updos to teach because I thought people would benefit from that. Um, so I taught three different looks in my first class and I did like one up, down, upish, downish do. I did one mm -hmm. total updo. Uh, so I just, just to create like a variety. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then through time, I kind of developed my curriculum because it was really just the demands of, of what people were asking me to learn. Right. So in the beginning, it was very much, I was like, okay, this is where, I, what I think you need to know. And as I've grown as an educator, it's mm -hmm. what people are asking me. And it's like, okay, so I'm actually learning from you guys, what I have right. to be teaching, not necessarily right. what I think in my head. Okay. This is what people need to know. Cause there's a balance, right? right? There's yeah. things that people don't know. Cause that's why they're coming to you to be educated by. Right. And then yeah. there's other things that maybe come more easily to you where you're like, Oh, I didn't really think I had to explain it like this or, you know, exactly. break it down like this. But yeah, it does have to be breaking down, broken down a lot sometimes. Sorry. Mom brain. We're both like, like stumbling on a word today. Like, wait, where am I from? I like, <laughs> by the way, Natalie, yeah. you have right two beautiful children. You have a four-year-old yes. and an eight-month-old. Mm -hmm. um, and I have an almost three-month-old. So we're just like, okay, I fed the baby. Okay, baby's down for a nap. Let's get it All right, yeah. let's go. Let's do this. So we are literally like just we, we just hopped on right now all frantically like, okay, let's do this as fast as we can because we don't know when the baby's going to be ready again as Natalie's shushing the other yeah. room. <laughs> yes. I'm totally, yes. I'm my four-year-old. I don't know what it is, but of course, every time I'm trying to on the phone, doing something in class and then she's like, mom, like, look at this, like, you know, toy or look at my bruise or look at, you know, so uh, not surprised, but um, yeah, I think definitely like being a mom you know you kind of like everything gets thrown at you so I feel like that definitely comes into like when speaking in like the hair industry when yeah. there is nothing that you know like that is set in stone of like how to teach people I feel like this is also kinda, it kind of I feel like it blends in together because we you know we teach our kids as much as we want to teach other people and um while you were speaking about earlier we were it brought me up to like a uh like first teaching moment I had gone a few years back um you teach a class on like hair bridal and it'll be you know like an hour long or however long and then you teach him and I was like all right like how hard could it be you know so I was like super excited and I went and, and this um, is what you were mentioning to me, right? About Paul. Yes. You went back uh -huh. there. And so they wanted you to go in there and they wanted you to teach what about bridal hair? Like what, like what did they, so, when they asked you? Like how, what did they ask you? They asked you. So they said, um, you know, they're like, oh, well, you know, you've been to the school. We don't really have somebody that like specifically does updos. And, and there wasn't, you know, when I was there, um, we were like the second night class of like, I, I went to Palmetro Reno, which is like about a, I don't know, 45 minute drive from here. But um, when I went, it was like completely, I guess like in your mind, you already think like, oh, I just have to teach somebody like what I'm doing. But when you're on stage and then you're like, 
okay when it was time to break down like step by step of just show us an updo kind of teach them how you pin and what products you use mm -hmm. and um i had my own products but at the same time they said well we have all we'll provide you all the products but if you know we both know in the hair, hair industry not all one brand carries all the products that you prefer right mm -hmm. so i was like okay well I, you know kind of use what i got and then at the time i kind of like almost forgot that i was teaching because then i got in front of like my model and they're like oh we can't see i'm like oh my god i'm sorry and so i like turned and i'm like trying to teach i was like this is hard this is harder than it looks yeah. i'm like yeah. but um the questions that they asked me like okay well like it was almost easy as to say how much hairspray should i use or like what is the best like way to curl this way or curl that way and i was like i never had those questions asked yeah I was like and yeah. or you never thought about it like i said yeah. it's like something that just comes second nature to you or just something mm -hmm. that you've done for so long and you're like mm -hmm. I never really thought about why I do that, but let me yeah. try to break this down for you. Let me, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. As far as time frame too, like um, the way that I guess I taught myself, I would do hairstyles within, you know, an hour. And this was like, and they're like, okay, it wasn't as like a time crunch because I wasn't doing, when I was doing brides, it was literally just the bride. And um, at that point I didn't do many like bridal, like bridal parties after that and as it started getting bigger um there were more people just you know like not specializing in bridal hair but they're like oh our company does bridal hair too you know so when i started seeing that i'm like oh people just don't do brides like they do a lot of you know yeah. and so then it was down to a time crunch and i said i have to train myself from doing like you know 45 an hour hairdo into like 30 minutes like yeah. tops yeah. and so having to teach that um to other students was also very hard because I'm like, I hope you understand what I'm doing in this time amount of time that I have, you yeah. know? Well, I was I mean, like, I, so that's tough because I, in mm -hmm. my classes, a style that would take me typically 30 to 40 minutes or let's say 40 minutes, 45 minutes takes me an hour and a half to teach mm -hmm. because of the, I have to stop break things down, right. explain, um, you know, what I'm doing, why I'm doing what I'm doing. Oh, wait, you can't see on this side of the room. Okay. Let me turn it right. Let me turn my model towards this way for this part. And yeah. let me turn my model towards that way for that part. Like mm -hmm. you said, they can't see through you. you she can't, can't, yeah. <laughs> and I, I feel like those are all things like how much did you learn from that one class that you took that you taught? Oof, you man, I, so much. Yeah. Yeah. I learned like it is. Mm -hmm. That's what I was like is. this time or next time I do this, like, this is what's going to happen. This is what I'm going to bring. Like, you know, and, um, I said, if, if, and when I ever do my like own class and because I do, I see so many people, yeah, they do bridal hair, but there is so many almost like little, I mean, I guess like, not that I'm like sitting there and like nitpicking everybody's hairstyle, but I can see as like a hairstylist perspective where I'm like, oh, she could have like maybe, you know, hit that pin a little more or well. And I, and I don't do it to be, you know, by any means rude. I just I'm be like, you know, a little constructive criticism to be like, Absolutely. hey, maybe next time, you know. And uh, but definitely so, so many things I would have done, like not differently, but I could have just next time add to my like 
future curriculum, <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, I mean, you, you basically just answered your question that you had about what do I need to teach? Like, I think if you asked yourself, okay, what did I learn in teaching this one class that I have mm -hmm. to do next time? That's exactly what you have to do. And then the structure will come in with, okay, how much time do I need to actually do this? Because in the beginning, like I said, I was just teaching this style. I had, I really had no idea how long it would take me. I would run over all the time. I'd be like, oh yeah, the class is three hours long. Meanwhile, I ended up being four or more because mm -hmm. I just, I had no structure. It was just like, okay, I'm going to wing it. I'm going to teach this and that's it. Now mm -hmm. I came up with the structure. Okay. I know I'm, I'm going to break down because I've taught this hairstyle, one of my signature looks, I teach almost every class is my romantic cascading mm -hmm. updo because it is in between a half up, half down and updo mm -hmm. and it being, you know, somewhere in between. And it teaches right. a lot of foundational things that you would need to know in a down style and an updo. Mm -hmm. That's why I teach it at almost all of my classes. And I developed, you know, the the curriculum for that style through teaching multiple classes until it it was like second nature and i'm like okay this is what people need to know about the style this is why i'm sectioning the hair this way this is why i'm adding the braid in here at this time this is why i'm using this product here versus this product in the back um so they're getting right. all of this not they're getting like so much knowledge in this one updo instead of teaching like three up it's in one updo. Right. So that was something that I just figured out over time. And I'm like, Oh my God, I could teach all these things doing this one updo instead of teaching three. And I could do it in an hour and a half instead of three or four hours. Three or four. That's, so that's I didn't think about that's, that. That's, that's yeah. Thing, but that's, that's me. Like maybe for you, right, you right. said, okay, I really have to do these 30 minute updos now. And this is something that I feel like people would really benefit from in my town because mm -hmm. they're taking on these big, large bridal parties. Lake Tahoe is beautiful. I'm sure there's many mm -hmm. weddings there and that can be your thing. You'd be like, okay, this is what I really believe people need to learn how to do right now. I think I could right. be the one to teach them this. I'm going to teach three 30 minute updos in an hour and a half for two hours. Right. Yeah. And then come up yeah, with, definitely. okay, how can I break this down and explain this with this allotted time? And, um, and also like be, you know, teach them something different within each style that you're, you're teaching. Cause you're going to be teaching three mm -hmm. different updos. And this is just an example. I'm just saying from right, what right. you're telling me, um, mm -hmm. but th these are things you have to look at. Like, okay, what do I enjoy doing the most? What do I believe that others need to know? And what can I take from others that they're telling me that they need to know? Like you said, they, they mm -hmm. were asking you, um, well, how much hairspray do I use at this part? Right. Or, you know, things like you don't yeah. even think about why are you curling the hair that way? Um, mm -hmm. why are you flipping that topsy tail, you know, in that way? Or yeah. how are you manipulating the hair out of that topsy tail? Um, there's just a lot, right? There's a lot, but mm -hmm. it, it will definitely in time become more natural for you to teach it after mm -hmm. you teach it over and over again. And doing, um, my tutorials on my Instagram is just practice for when I teach a class. So as I'm doing a tutorial and, and filming something, I'm thinking in my head, okay, this is what I want them to take away from this video. This is what educational thing, whether it's just you know, a bobby pinning trick, 
um, right. or if it's a 60 second video clip, okay, here are the five steps you need to create this style. Um, so once you start thinking with that kind of mindset, when you're doing your mm -hmm. Instagram post to then promote your education, then mm -hmm. that's just going to be, it's just going to be elaborated on in your big class. So just think of the, the videos that you're doing on your Instagram or YouTube or whatever as, as the mini version of what your yeah. actual class is going to be. Yeah. I think there's, um, <clears throat> when I, I, I always look at your, all your hairstyles, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing because living in obviously like two different like areas of the country there is such difference in styles, but when I see like your hairs, like your hairstyles, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is something that we don't see here. Like we kind of see like, you know, cause most of our like clients are from out of town. So, you know, they all come in like the destination and they have this like one thing in mind. And I'm like, I don't know if we could do that. It's like here, I'm like, but reality, we could do anything with, with anything with anything with any product to create that certain hairstyle um but completely lost my train of thought see so my brain you're, again so you're <laughs> like, don't worry girl oh my god stop um we're, we're <laughs> all in this together i'm sure everyone can relate to this right now um so what you're saying is the the people coming in who are from out of town mm -hmm. are requesting different looks that are not right. being taught where you are so yes. can you explain that a little bit more yeah. So there was, um, I had one of my, it almost seems too easy of a hairstyle, but for me it was difficult. Was that like Hollywood, um, hairstyle? Girl, like I had so no hard. idea how serious. Yes. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, this looks so beautiful and so easy. I'm like, Oh, I can curl it and you know, pin it up and whatnot. But when it came down to, I'm like, this does not look anything like what it's supposed to, <laughs> you know? So when people ask like, like, bring in a few hairstyles. We'll kind of pick and choose of what you want from each hairstyle and tell me what, you know, we'll create your own. That's kind of what I feel like instead of showing me one concrete thing, I'm like, show me a few and then we can, you know, pick and choose what works best. Also like, you know, according to your face shape and like what your dress looks like, because you take all that into consideration, but there are styles definitely that I've never seen before. Yeah. And I'm like, I have no idea how this person created it. I was like, and I wish I knew. I'm like, but I feel like that's kind of my way to turn it around where I'm like, oh, well, maybe if we grab this little, like this yeah. area of the hair and we do this and we kind of create our own. But, um, well, I like that, right that there. I mean, that's something you can teach others, mm -hmm. right? Instead of uh, that, that is such, such an amazing thing to share with someone who's new in the bridal industry on how mm -hmm. to charge. Right. Because yep. yeah, I remember, you know, there, there's that one picture and they're stuck on that one picture and you're like, yes. okay. And, but your hair can't do that. Or you need extensions <laughs> that. Um, and that's why I tell my brides bring multiple pictures of the style you mm -hmm. want. I would like to see what you like about each photo. And then we're going to make it your own for your hair type. Exactly what you just said. But someone yep. new in the industry, might be super intimidated and be like, Oh my God, I have to create exactly what this picture looks like on my bride's hair. Yes. And I had a moment just like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I had a moment just like that. Man. Things. Like that. You just said, you're like, I think that, you know, this is, this yeah. is what I do. And then also, uh, 
create like creating those looks from a variety of different looks, right? Creating mm-hmm. that one special look, that's something you can teach someone as well. And then as you are growing, yes. right? And and learning new things, then you can just pass that down to people who are just starting out. Yeah. Right. There was um there was a hairstyle that like totally stuck out. There's a lot of hairstyles that I love it and they look super beautiful and extravagant. Like and, and most of them that I've seen usually that I follow on Instagram are like from the UK, you know? And then I don't I don't know if you've seen these like where they use like, you know, um big pieces in order to create their hair like, like super big and stuff like that. So I exactly got like one of those pictures and they're like, Can I this is what I want? And I was like uh, like this is, I, I'm more than positive. It takes almost years. We're here, and I was like, I'll do the best I can. And that was kind of like the first and last time that I was like, I can't, you know, like create something identical that's not like, in, in, as an even in, as an individual hairstylist, that's not our signature. You know what I mean? Because we're all yeah. trying to stand out on our own. Well, I think that's really important that you're like picking up on all this stuff because you are destination city. Like that's, that's, Mm -hmm. so it's not like, it's not like, let's say I'm going to give an example somewhere in the Midwest and uh, they're all about these boho styles and you're going to get like that nice (laughs) loose boho bun or waves. Right. So that's expected for that area. So someone could specialize in that and do Mm -hmm. a lot better because they know, okay, my brides want this. So I'm going to keep showing this off and I'm going to gain brides this way. Right. For you, it's a lot more challenging because you're getting these destination brides. You don't know what they're going to throw at you. So you're like, wow, I really got to teach people how to do this stuff. And I got to teach myself how to do this stuff so I can teach people this stuff uh, because we're getting thrown all these different things. Right. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's great. I mean, you're very observant. It sounds like about, you know, what, what you see around you and then how you Mm -hmm. can help others. So that's number one, really good. I'm becoming an educator is you have to be able to see what others don't see or see past. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Um, But I want to get more into like, what are your challenges when you're trying to come up with like your curriculum? Cause that was the question you asked me. You said, Renee, I want to really get into education. People need it around here, but I have no idea how to set up my class. Like, yeah. Like where, I mean, you think about it and I'm like, where do I start? Because um, it's almost, you know, if you teach everything, you're not teaching anything. And I was like, I want it to get to a point where it's concrete enough to where if anyone around me were to pick it up, they'd be like, okay, I understand. Um, There is, I think a lack of, I said that bridal education when it comes to um, like what, I guess, like what three specific hairstyles would kind of like bunch it all into one. But I mean, earlier it kind of got like a little aha moment where I'm like, oh, okay. You know, when you said I used to do three hairstyles and then I did all one and then that like cut my time. So not only did it cut your time, but you created like those three in that one. And I was like, maybe if there, you know, if there was something that I can teach of like what products to use and um, how much time like Oh, I lost you for a minute. The actual hairstyle. Wait, I lost you for one second. So you said, um, if you can come up with the product and, and what were you saying? Sorry, I broke up a little bit. Um, like if, if you can come up with something that, um, 
is easy for like everybody to understand as far as like uh, what products to use, what, you know, like how much time is allotted for this hairstyle? Because I understand that, yes, we can teach for a certain amount of time, whether it's like an hour, half hour, but when it comes down to the actual client, like I'm more than positive. We're like on a schedule and we're like, okay, this is how much time we got. We're obviously not going to take up all eight hours. Like we have X amount of brides. So I want to make sure that there's like something that everyone, everybody understands. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, it's okay. I know. Okay. <laughs> Go see Buppy downstairs, please. Oh. <laughs> yes, please. We're almost done, baby girl. I know. <laughs> Go see Buppy, please. She's like, she's over here, like, I'm so sorry. That's okay. Ah, okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Hi. Uh, say hi. <laughs> Okay, I'll be so really, I'll be just a few more minutes with mommy, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. Close the door. Mom, I, I know, baby, but go have puppy help you. Get the candy cane, go. Yeah, go. Then. Jeez Louise. Real life, guys. This is what happens. We are just working moms, just trying to do our thing. and. Hey. And working at home moms, yeah. Oh man, so this is oh. what happens. Just real life, real life. Um, what were we talking about? So, dang it! <laughs> Please edit all okay. of that out. Okay. <laughs> so, this is a challenge that I had and still have because I thought in my class that I had to teach so much stuff, like whatever was in my head and that I thought people needed to know and benefit from, I was like, blah, 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 blah. and mm -hmm. it, it, they only grasp. I mean, I would know this because once it came to the hands-on part, I'm like, didn't you hear what I just said? <laughs> like an hour ago when yeah. I, and they'd be like, wait, what? Because I was putting too much information. I was just, it was way mm -hmm. too much information at once. Right. So that's also mm -hmm. what I learned through time. I'm like, okay, what are the repetitive things that I need to ingrain in their brains that they need to learn so that when they go to do it after they're going to remember. Right. So like that's where I, where it needs to be like, so yes, one, the, the clear understanding, um, two, when they do go to the hands-on part, which I didn't even, I didn't think honestly to have a hands-on. I just thought I was to. like going to stand up there and teach, but you don't have to, I but mean, I think like, there's options. I mean, but, sorry. Before, uh -huh. before you even have a curriculum, you have to think of mm -hmm. your, your structure of your class and yeah. then you can go with get, getting into the curriculum and everything because you have to think, okay, is this going to be more updo based where, okay, my name mm -hmm. of my class is going to be like 30, three updos, th three 30 minute updos, whatever, right? Is that going to be the base of your class or are you going to teach, um, you know, getting into the bridal industry, what you need to know. Are you going to teach things like, oh, right. when you have a consultation with a bride, this should, you know what I mean? Are you going to teach more business things or are you going to teach both business mm -hmm. and updos in your class? So you have to think about what mm -hmm. you want to teach in your class and then stay focused on that. And you can have a collection of different classes. You can have a class mm -hmm. for, you know, for the 30 minute updos. You can have a class on just bridal business. Um, or you can do both combined, but you have to think about what 
what is what are the main things you want to teach and then you can mm -hmm. start developing okay this is how much time i'm going to need for this and this is what is going to be in my curriculum because if you're just trying to get like say everything that's in everything your head mm -hmm. that's not going to be beneficial people are not going to remember mm -hmm everything and it's it's going to be pointless for you to waste all your time and energy trying to get all this information out and natalie this is like one of the huge reasons why i wanted to create an online course because mm -hmm. i told people i said there's literally not enough time in a three-hour class for me to teach you everything there is to know yeah like there exactly. i have so much from from being in this industry for i don't even know like like remember after 10 years after, it's like, how many yeah. years <laughs> or like, uh, like 16 17 years whatever however long i've been in this industry for i i have so much wealth of knowledge thank god because i've had so much you know hands-on experience that i mm -hmm. like share but there was no way of me sharing all of that in three hours in one so mm -hmm. that's why i did my own course i'm like this needs six modules this needs like a whole yeah. bunch of, this needs 52 videos this needs all this stuff because i cannot teach it in three hours so my classes remember i said instagram posts are a mini version mm -hmm. of your classes my classes mm -hmm. are a mini version of my course right Right. So I have a, like a preview thing. I have a, it's piggybacking, yeah. right? So my yeah. course has everything absolutely in it that I can think I can possibly teach someone about bridal business or bridal hair. My right. classes are everything that people need to know about creating perfectly polished updos. So I share because mm -hmm. that's the name of my classes, perfect and polish your updos. That's what I came up with over time because people were saying, Oh, how are your, how is there no frizz in your updos and all this stuff? So I was yeah. like, Ooh, I'm going to call it perfect and polish your updos. I'm going to teach these boho styles that are polished. And that is my, that is my brand and what I'm mm -hmm. creating and people like, and that's what I'm going to teach. But like I said, it took time. So that's yeah. what I teach in my classes is, okay, I'm going to teach you some product knowledge on, you know, how to achieve these looks. I'm going to have two different models with two different hair types. So you can learn thick hair and fine hair. And then mm -hmm. I'm going to do one up style or uppish down do and one full up do. So do you see how I like combine yeah, the things? breakdown, the breakdown? That's true. Cause I, yeah, now that I'm like, that is so right. Renee is so right. <laughs> you know, I was like, it just, it makes so much sense. And it's so much easier to talk to somebody who knows what they're doing. Cause I'm like, where do I start? What do I do? Where do I begin? And the thing is like, you know, breaking down to modules, I think is like, best idea on the planet because i'm like you're right you just said you know you have thin hair you have thick hair you have you know like polishing little frizz like and i'm like it, it just i just got mind blown right now because i'm like she is absolutely right and i did not even it didn't cross my mind at that point but why was all you know so this is just the beginning yeah. it didn't cross my mind in the beginning i was just like oh, i'm just gonna wing it i'm gonna teach how to do an updo like this is yeah <laughs> that's exactly what i did in that class i was like we're just gonna go for it and then yeah and that's great that you were able to do yeah. that i mean that was like you know now okay i'm comfortable in front of people i know i can do this mm -hmm. so what's the next step the next step is trying to perfect the outline of my class yeah. and and how do you value like your classes like do you go just kind of based off like um what's like in your area or like do you just say this is kind of like something i would pay for as far as like um like in a time frame 
Like, well, how do you... think about, I would think about, okay, people are taking this class. They're going to book more weddings because of this class, because they're going to become a better stylist. Mm-hmm. And then people are going to see their work and it's going to be bomb. And they're going to be like, yes, I want to book you and think about what an average bride is. It's a hun- like mm-hmm. about 150, let's just say that's right. going to pay to mm-hmm. get bridal hair done. So let's just times that mm-hmm. by two. And my tickets were 300 for a class. Let's uh, mm-hmm. divide the three hours by, you know, that that's a hundred an okay. hour. Um, and that's what I came up with. And that was also by, yes, looking up in your area to see if there's other educators to compare to, just like you would for bridal mm-hmm. hair. I mean, you want your prices to be, you know, in the medium of either, you know, there's the mm-hmm. low end, there's the medium, and then there's the high end. Do you want to be somewhere in the middle? Um, mm-hmm. And then also the demand of it. So if people are, you know, like, oh my gosh, yeah. there's no other other one teaching this, I'm going to pay this for this. But then you also have to think, well, they're Mm -hmm. starting out. Are they really going to have the money to spend on this? So my pricing was for right in between. It's the people who are just starting out. And then it's also for the people who are seasoned. Okay. Because that's what, what I teach is for both. It's not just advanced. It's not just beginner. It's right in the middle. You can be advanced Mm -hmm. or you can just be starting out the way I explain things. So that's how you figure out what your pricing is going to be. And my pricing changed through time. My classes in the beginning used to be 200 or 250, and then I raised them to 300. So um, as you would for bridal hair, you know, as you get more experience and whatever, um, you might raise your prices. So that's really what I judge it on. And also I'm really big into hearing from the people what their needs and wants are and a way that I do that is I create surveys a lot and mm-hmm. I posted them on my Instagram. I post them in, you know, f- through emails or on Facebook. And I ask people, so what, what do you need to learn about bridal updos? Um, mm-hmm. And then through that, I, I asked um, on the forum, I'll ask them, um, what are you willing to pay? And I'll give them different payment options. Um, what is, what is your biggest challenge when creating updos? What is your biggest challenge when uh, dealing with fine hair. What is your biggest challenge when, you know, trying to create volume? And then once I get all that data and, uh, and all those qu- answers that people mm-hmm. are giving me, mm-hmm. then I'm able to teach exactly what they're asking for. Okay, yeah. So surveys. you can, surveys are great. Surveys are great yeah. because then you know exactly what your, your audience wants, what your mm-hmm. customers want. And, um, you can ask them flat out, like, what are you willing to pay for this type of class? Mm-hmm. And do you provide like also like the doll heads or like do you pl- provide any supplies when it comes down to like the hands-on class? I personally don't, but I know mm-hmm. a lot of people that do, but again, the people that do their ticket prices are higher. So right. um, you just have to factor in, okay, am I going to, you know, have this class and have it set this way? And people are going to see this as a bonus. Like, Ooh, maybe they're just starting out and they don't have a mannequin head and they would want mm-hmm. to, you know, be in my class and have this free quote unquote free mannequin right, right. in my class. Um, so again, that would be something so that we you ask people like, Hey, where nice. are you? You know, it's, it's just, I think it's the best when you can ask people what they want instead of just assuming what they want or what they need. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really my, the best advice I can give you is just get the information from the people so that you know what to provide for them. Mm-hmm. 
makes complete sense. Yeah. But I would honestly yeah, get I, all I of think... this on paper, like write it, like just throw all these ideas out. Okay. Is my class mm-hmm. going to have mannequins? Is it not going to have mannequins? Am I going to have a hands-on part? Am I not going to have a hands-on part? Mm-hmm. Am I going to, you know, be a three hour class or is it going to be a longer class? Um, what is my price point going to be? I mean, just all these things I, or, or I just want you to put down on paper so you can go back to it and then circle the things that you feel like are essential to mm-hmm. teach within the I have like a personal question. Do you, do you ever feel like uh, somewhat intimidated, like starting off of like, are people, are people going to buy this or like not buy this, but like, are people going to want to sit in this class or were you just like, I know this is going to be good. Like was there a in between of how you were feeling when you first started? Oh my God. That's such a great question. So I was like, when I do things, I'm like all in and I'm like, this is going to be great. And I'm like so confident. (laughs) And sometimes I shoot my, (laughs) I shoot really high. Right. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I will miss the middle pieces first and I'll just be like, I just have to do this, this thing. And and it's going to happen. It's me. Great. Instead of doing all the little things first that it takes to get there. So when I did one of my first classes, like the marketing wasn't really there. The marketing wasn't really there. I had no mm-hmm. idea how to sell a class. I was just like, Oh, I'm just going to post this on my Instagram and hope people will buy these tickets. Like, um, yeah, like it was discouraging at first because I, yeah. especially when I would try to branch out and teach in another location. So I started in Florida. My first class had five people five people. And mm-hmm. I've taught classes that have 85 people now. So wow. huge difference within just two or three years of being an educator. And yeah. that, I mean, that makes me humble as an educator. Like I'm like, right. wow, I started out from it. And you know what? Mm-hmm. That was like the best day ever. My first class was the best day ever. I don't care that there were only five people. I felt like like, I was I, like, I hope I get five people. <laughs> no, but, I, mean, I even had like the owner of the salon be like, wow, I've been doing hair for like 50 years and I learned so much in your class. Like that was so rewarding. So mm-hmm. I feel like once you get that, that good positive feedback, it's just going to be momentum for you to keep on going. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But right. You also need to be realistic in the beginning with, okay, I'm going to set my goal. And yes, I would like to have 20 people in a class or whatever your number is, but it's okay if I have only five, because those five people are going to say, oh my God, Renee was awesome and share it on their Instagram. And it's going to be seen by another five people. So it's just going to keep, just like word of mouth works with your brides, word of mouth is going to work with people that you're teaching. So yes, I mean, I it's crazy. So Oh man. Yeah. Go, no, go ahead. What were you going to say? Sorry. I was like, no, I, I was like thinking like crazy that said, you know, five go off of another five. And for the longest time I was always working either under other, uh, like bridal um, companies or, you know, things like that. But so we would go and do weddings. And then when I started branching out on my own, I was like, I barely have a following, you know, I was like, I have like a few people and it was usually just people I knew. And, um, so I would, it was like also this like whole posting on Instagram that 
got me really confused because I was like, should I post this? Like, I only have a couple likes, you know? And so then here I am taking everything down and then redoing everything. And then I had a friend be like, just leave what you have. And I was like, no, I feel like I'm starting all over again, you know? And he, uh, or sorry, she said, just leave everything that you have and just start building from there. Because then when you look back in a couple of years from now, you're like, you know, your growth. And I was like, okay. So then it just started this year where I'm like, all right, we'll start posting again, you know, things like that. But even you kind of even get a little discouraged when like, you're, you know, you're, you think you did so good on this one hairstyle. And I'm like, only three people liked it, you know? And I was like, and I don't even have a huge following. Cause I'm like, yeah, it's just like something so small. And I'm like, I don't even know if people hear about me or if, you know, like if people even know I exist. You don't know. You don't know. And time is like, going to oh, tell. Man. Time is going to tell. Referrals are going to tell. And it's just a process that you have to embrace. And you have to be like, it's okay. You just have to believe in yourself that you're going to do it. And mm-hmm. from what it sounds like, for, I mean, on my end from you is that you're going to be providing something for, for people that they need that in your area. So people are going mm-hmm. to want to come to you and yeah. you know what you're going to, you're going to learn, you're going to learn along the way. I mean, styles that I taught in my first class, I shared them on my Instagram and I, it's real. Like I shared, Oh my God, look at the style that I taught. I would have done this so much differently. Look at the separation yeah. between the curls here. Oh my God, this style actually looks a little frizzy in this area. Look how much I've grown in, mm-hmm. in you know, four years of being an educator from when I taught my first class. So give yourself grace yeah. as you're teaching. You're still a step ahead of the people that you're going to be teaching. So just think mm-hmm. of that, right? So you're still benefit. They're still benefiting in some way. Oh, we broke up. You just like froze for a second. Yeah. So anyway, so you're, you're, you're still going to benefit in in some way. Um, Mm -hmm. so just be easy on yourself. You're not going to be perfect at first. I was not perfect at first. I remember the first time that I had to sell tickets out of state because I'm from New York. So I was like, Oh, I have a lot of followers in New York. I'm going to try to do a class in New York again. It was in the beginning. I had no idea how to market it. I was just like winging it. Right. I had to end up canceling the class and refunding money to two girls that bought a ticket. That was the most, like, I felt like so sick to my stomach. Cause I'm just like, mm-hmm. no, I didn't want to cancel it. And I have to, yeah. I didn't sell enough tickets. Like it was so discouraging. It was so discouraging. Right. But now I do classes in New York all the time. And there's wow. so high demand because I'm from here. I have a lot of followers here. And also from mm-hmm. teaching a lot of classes here, I have people that come to some of my classes in New York that have been to them three times before. And wow. that is just, that's just the process. Mm-hmm. What is that? Beeping? I hope I get there okay. soon. Hold on. I got to close the door. I don't know what the hell. Yeah. I'm at my parents' house visiting and I don't know what that was. I think it was my sister's alarm in the other room. I don't know. Real life guys. She had her four year old button saying, mommy, I have a wedgie, fix it. And I have going off in the other room. So it never happens. Yeah. No, I was like, uh, (laughs) Oh yeah. So when you like started, uh, marketing. So when I, I think I had like, um, so I, I don't even think I shared my Instagram handle, but it's Blue Water Beauty. Yeah, and yeah. like I said, I'm based off of Tahoe. So when I looked at, you know, like your following, I was like, oh my gosh, this is insane. I'm like, how cool? Because there is 20,000 people out there in the world. I was like looking at, you know, this amazing woman's like 
hairstyles. I was like, and then she asked me to be part of a podcast and I have nobody, I have like, you know, and so you kind of like almost, uh, you feel like the small little ant in like the utopia. I totally like got this like, uh, what's the, the movie ants that totally yeah. just popped in my brain right now where, you know, he walks in this like whole little, the picnic area and it's like, whoa, you know what I mean? And, uh, just listening from like what you're doing and how you said like you know leave your stuff up there because then you'll look back on it was there any time that you I know you said that you weren't that great at marketing was there kind of like an epiphany moment where you're just like this is what worked on how to expand or to tell people besides word of mouth um, about your hairstyling tutorials or classes I think it was just kind of like a snowball effect. Like I just kept doing it no matter what, like you said, you're, you're going to post a style and you don't know if you're going to get three likes or four likes on it. Like I just kept doing it and posting and Mm -hmm. sharing and, and really just collaborating with people. I feel like collaboration is a really big thing Mm -hmm. too. collaborating with brands, collaborating with other artists, doing giveaways. I mean, there are just a numerous amount of things you can do to market Mm -hmm. yourself on Instagram. And, um, and it just got traction that way. So as I was sharing, you know, a whole lot and people could see my passion behind it, then it just, it just came easy because Mm -hmm. it was, it, I was just doing what I loved and I didn't care. Like, it, like, of course you care if people see right. it because that's right, why you're right. doing it. But I was just doing it because I genuinely loved it and I still do it because I genuinely love it. Right. And then it just so happened that, you know, I would, you know, get shared on modern salon or, and, and become, you know, yeah. on their artist connective team. And, you know, that just happened in time, but I would say just, you know, network of people, especially with brands, if you're going to be educating you a hundred percent want to be affiliated with a, a brand or two or three. And how do you, you like, how do you go up to that? Like to a brand to just like, or, or yeah. I guess like, what would We're be an example of another topic now? Too. We got to do another podcast for this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> It makes complete sense. Yeah, because we'll be on here like forever talking about so many things. Because you're asking, yes, so many it's so oh man, and it's endless, right? You're like, oh, yeah, it is. It truly is. Where I'm like, where do you start? And then all this comes out, and I'm all like, coming this out. is amazing. Yeah, but you know what? It com- It all comes down to having, like, from what I understood, a good structure of understanding of um, making sure that you value yourself, like what you think is best, and as long as you teach like what is in demand by again taking surveys is the way that you're going to uh, reach like the people who want to be taught bridal hair absolutely yeah and just being aware and alert and you absolutely are like from what mm-hmm. i've heard from you you're aware and alert of what um you, you would be able to teach people you're aware and alert of your surroundings and and what you think people need and you're aware and alert of, you know, the type of brides that you get in, in your mm-hmm. area, which are, you know, coming from out of town. So, yeah, I mean, all three of those factors right there can just set you up for what kind of classes you're going to teach and how you're going to teach them. But, um, like I said, put everything down on paper and mm-hmm. just look at it from afar and be like, okay. And it's trial and error. Like you can totally teach a class and then not be a hundred percent happy with right. it. And then next time do so much better. Like maybe start your ticket sales out a little bit lower for your first couple of classes until mm-hmm. you really feel confident in charging, you know, a certain amount because you know the value that you're giving people. But I already, I already hear it in your voice, like how, 
passionate you are about be, being an educator and how much you want to share, I know that people are going to get value already from, from hearing from you. So just go, go in there. No, really, <laughs> just go in there with that confidence of, I know that I, I can, you know, help others and yeah. mm-hmm. you're just going to blossom. I mean, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but always, always ask people in your classes, uh, you need to like, kind of like, as you're teaching, you need to ask them things as mm-hmm. you're teaching. So do you know why I did this here? Oh, do you, um, did you see how I did this? Oh, do you have any questions about what I just went over? Like mm-hmm. make sure you're checking in with them as you're teaching, okay. because if you're just ta- the one talking the whole time, it's going to go in one ear and out the other sometimes Yeah, because a lot of, this is what I've learned. People are shy in, in classes when there's a lot of people around and they don't like to ask questions that they really want to know. So Mm -hmm. you have to really make them feel comfortable and engage with them as you're teaching because they're not going to fully benefit from the class if you don't do that. Makes so just remember to stop and pause when you're teaching and really engage with them. Okay. That's definitely one thing that popped in my mind that I, I didn't do before. Like in the one class that I taught where I was like, you know, and then I got a hundred questions. I was like, from stuff that I did like a half hour ago, I was yeah. like, um, you know, it's, but that makes sense. Now I'm going to write that down because yeah. that was huge. Learning. That's awesome. a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to end on that note. Cause I think that yeah. was like a little nugget, right? yeah that was perfect oh natalie thank you for taking time away from your little eight-month-olds and your four-year-old to come on with me and chat about this my my Um, pleasure man and i you guys like this was just from an organic like message like she just dm'd me on instagram and asked me about Mm -hmm. this and i said hey i think a lot of people would benefit from this topic so let's just do this on the podcast and thank you natalie for being willing to do this on the thank you this is my first podcast ever so i was like super excited i was like oh my gosh let's do it you know awesome i'm so glad Natalie, thank you you helped people here today by just thank you here and and sharing things and and asking and answering questions Mm. so we really appreciate that so you guys can follow uh find her at blue water beauty she's in uh, lake tahoe area and um yeah like i said you guys if you have any questions um similar to this or anything that you have questions about for bridal styling or bridal business um you know i'm here and send me a dm and if you want to go on the podcast with me uh just let me know and i would love that because not only are you helping yourself by asking questions, you're helping others as well. So that's why mm-hmm. I do this. And I want to be there for more than just one <laughs> for a lot of people. Yeah. So, all right, you guys. So like I said, um, if you want, you can send me a DM, you can send me um, a private message on Facebook, but really the, the main place that I check is my Instagram. So go on there. Um, and I'd like to hear what questions you have for our next topic. So Natalie, thank you again for taking this time out and everyone have a nice, beautiful December 1st. Oh my God, it's December 1st. Go back to your online shopping now. Jesus, I need to do it. I'm like so behind. Amazon Prime. (laughs) That's what's up. All right. Goodbye everyone. See y'all next time.